0: Welcome to Real Lucha Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Lawrence. And I'm Miguel. And we're here to bring to you another AEW Dynamite Breakdown. Uh, So what episode of Dynamite are we covering? The May 28th episode. Yes, that's the first ever, I'm hesitant to say, but it might be the first ever Friday night Dynamite. Has a nice ring to it. Uh, I mean, it's not
1: permanent, but it was just for this time. for now, it's just it's Friday nights. Yeah,
0: and um, if you weren't uh, aware, uh, it's basically all but officially announced. But it's happening. AEW I might have been officially announced. AEW is going to have a second show on TV. Right? We already have. I mean, you know, we're like the experts, right? We know what uh, shows they have. They have. Uh, Being the elite, technically, as a YouTube show, as well as, like, in-ring YouTube shows in dark and dark elevation. Uh, And, obviously, what we're covering, Dynamite. But they will have a new show, AEW Rampage, that is going to be on Friday nights in the future. I believe starting August 2021, right? Some point, sometime... Sometime in August on TNT, and then afterwards, next year, 2022, both Dynamite and Ray Page are going to be moved to TBS. Right? So this is a big deal, and the reason why, I mean, they had to move it because of the NBA playoffs in general, because TNT covers that. But um, AEW Dynamite is moving to TBS. for now right really short for uh on friday nights at 10 because that will be the the time slot for aew rampage oh yes okay so uh yeah as always so we just oh, also that's to...
1: why i didn't notice yeah right so <laughs> i didn't realize
0: breaking news even to us so anyways uh we want to uh, start off as always with the breakdown that is our gimmick and where we sum up everything that happened uh match wise right within the matches of uh this dynamite right really quick and we hope you enjoy welcome to the AEW Dynamite breakdown of the 52821 episode Excalibur, Jim Ross, and Tony Schiavone are on commentary for the first Friday Night Dynamite as the go home show for the AEW Double or Nothing 2021 pay-per-view. First match to begin the night is Darby Allen versus Cesar Bononi. Darby is hot coming off the loss of the TNT Championship. The Hoodlum takes his anger out on beautiful Bononi with the Double Birds. Give me a hell, yeah! Mm-hmm and a coffin drop. Second match is Adam Page versus Joey Janella. This all-in rematch is poised for some hard knocks in the as the hangman buckshot lariats the bad boy for the win. Third match is Jade Cargill versus Kyleen King. On paper, this should be an even matchup as King rarely loses on any AEW show, but the power of that bitch steamrolls over the queen pin with Jaded. Fourth match is Dante Martin versus Miro for the TNT Championship. The young gun of top flight has taken many wins in his new singles run, but he hasn't faced an opponent like Miro. Although Dante dazzles with his high-flying offense, the best man locks in game over to go over. The winner, and still your TNT Champion, Miro fifth match is Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page versus Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. The OG members of the Dark Order tag on Dynamite for the first time in a long time and the former Super Smash Brothers are ready to play the game. Fight. The hard hitting starts with a leaping apron DDT by Stu to an unprepared Sky on the apron. The first tandem move of the match is a springboard elbow drop. Sidewalk slam combo by Dark Order to Page. Grayson shows off some innovation with a slingshot senton on Ethan on the apron. The face of the revolution takes this opportunity to give Dark Order's two a chop block. Scorpio continues with a slingshot cutter to two. Stu enters back with a spinning uranagi before he gives the double Pele kick to the guys before tagging Evil. Uno starts with a Hurakarana to Ethan. He pays back... Sky with a hand stomp and bite.
1: Wonderful! Dark
0: Orders 1 is on a roll as he gives an end of days to Sky and a referee assisted neck breaker to Paige. All ego puts a stop to it with a roundhouse to Uno. Stu is ready to go with a jumping knee strike to Ethan and follows up with a devastating GET OVER HERE belly to belly to Paige onto Sky in the bottom corner. A cannonball 450 splash combo by the Dark Order seems to give them the road to go home, but a heel hook by Sky to Stu opens up Uno to receive an Ego's Edge. So say night to the bad guy for the one, two, three. Scorpio Sky Reach for the Sky uh, And all Ego Win it They take it Over Evil Uno And Stu Grayson The OG members of Dark Order One of uh, the biggest factions in uh, AEW I think literally Right? Just with the amount of members they have within a faction Right? Yeah, The Dark Order And uh (laughs) Um, you know, uh, always showing much love to Mr. Brody Lee, right? The exalted one. Uh, ever since uh, he, ever since he left us, right? Uh, you know, shoot, wise. You know, um, um, so much respect to him and love. But um, you know, uh, work wise, right? Uh, Dark Order, right? They are like kind of the de facto leaders, right? If you don't count Negative One, yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. They are kind of like the. The de facto leaders now of the Dark Order. And um, these guys have been teaming for a long ass time. We were talking about this off the pod. And uh, it's, you know, a little bit surprising to me that Scorpio Sky, Scorp and Ethan uh, get this win. But at the same time, it's not because they have that pay-per-view rub. Right? They have a match at the pay per view, whereas in I believe any, you know, because it's, kind of, it's kind of shocking. As I said, Dark Order, one of the biggest and uh, probably fan favorite factions of AEW at the moment, uh, they, they don't have anything in, they don't have any matches on the uh, Double or Nothing card that's coming up, right? This is the go, by the way, this is the go home show for Double or Nothing, which takes place uh, the Sunday following this friday right so two days from this uh, dynamite and um yeah they don't have like a true match i think evil uno and maybe a few others but evil uno is in the casino battle royal that, to that extent oh yes and okay. he's not gonna All be right. and he's not a favorite to win it right he's not he's a he's a tag team specialist yeah. right so uh yeah uh my heart aches that the former super smash bros Uh, Stu and Uno uh, Aren't Didn't take this win But they were so over with the crowd Um, Let's talk about how The crowd um, Showed up Right This was a big crowd for Dynamite Biggest crowd we've had in Forever
1: Since Last year Probably
0: Yeah yeah, yeah. So um, this is the this is what the crowd is gonna look like. Uh, probably even bigger for double or nothing. And uh, it was really cool to see. Um, you know, we, we were seeing the fans um, uh, prior, right? They've they've been trickling in. You know, with uh, I don't know how much capacity, at what capacity, but not full capacity. And this is the fullest capacity that we have so far which i still don't think it was full capacity but yeah uh, we had a lot of people there very cool and if it's any indication of what double or nothing is going to be um very fun very even more exciting to have that energy so um yeah uh like i said uh page and sky have that pay-per-view rub they take it they win it uh congratulations because (laughs) What have they been doing on Dynamite? Literally, they've only had matches on Dark and Elevation. And anytime they're on Dynamite, they're basically just kind of like stalking Darby. <laughs> so it, it is nice for them to finally have like a match on Dynamite again, right? What was Scorpion's last match? Was it against Darby for the TNT Championship? I don't even remember anymore. Ethan Page, I think he's had one uh, sooner. But um, yeah, they, they take it. They take it. Uh egos edge that thing is beautiful i love the egos edge great finisher but yeah let me talk about the promos because we don't really talk about any of that during our gimmick during our breakdown so let me break down the promos real quick for you guys uh in ring darby calls out scorp and page they won't fight them for free uh Double or nothing will be the end of one legend and the beginning of two more. Uh, The wingmen attack. This is um, uh, after the Darby Allen cesar Bononi match, right? That's an important thing for me to say that I missed. But yeah, uh, because uh, Cesar Bononi just lost, the wingmen have been at ringside the whole time, so they attack. And uh, it was so funny because uh, when Scorp and uh, Ethan were done talking. They were literally turned around and they were heading for the back. And as soon as they realized that the wingmen were attacking Sting and Darby, they quickly turned around and, <laughs> and went to go join them on the, yes, uh, on the the beatdown. But Dark Order comes in to save the day. You know, this kind of raises a question. What would you think of Sting and Darby potentially joining the Dark Order? Because this is another instant. Uh, they saved their them. butts. Yeah of them kind of like collaborating And uh, Darby you know is not uh, Friendly with a lot of people But when uh, When they came to save him Darby was giving all of them daps Yes he was
1: Uh, I wouldn't be opposed to it Although if he does join the Dark Order I would definitely want him to definitely still Maintain a strong like You know singles run
0: It's very fitting that they would join the Dark Order Because they're always in black
1: Yes they are So it would be fitting And they always have face paint on (laughs)
0: That would be sick. Yeah, so that's some uh, fan fiction (laughs) for you guys right there. Um, I am completely fine with either, to be honest. If Darby and Sting never joined Dark Order, that'd be kind of cool. But like I said, there is um, some precedent to that, right? And it's kind of fitting. So uh, promo 2 is a weigh-in in in the ring with uh, Paul White as host, right? No BS. A former Big Show. I was calling him Big I always call him Big Show because I grew up with the guy being Big Show. Right? Since we started watching wrestling, I didn't know him as the giant from WCW. I first met him as Big Show from WWF, right? Remember the showguns? Yeah. Or whether the I always thought they should be called the Gun Show. show. (laughs) But I'm like, showguns, man. The one and only. I missed that. So, um, no no shenanigans, Paul White says. This will be a serious weigh-in. Anthony Nagogo comes out with the factory. Uh, Students from the Nightmare Factory come out along with the Nightmare Family uh, and Cody. Cody starts uh, the weigh-in at uh, 2.18. Then uh, Constant Fireworks uh, sparks a USA chant, right? Because this is Memorial Day weekend, so that's why there's uh, fireworks going on. Um, but not a part of the show. It's technically, but you could hear it because, you know, Daily's Place is technically outside. go is uh, at 219, one pound. Uh, I was surprised. I mean, this could, could all be a work, right? Yeah. In wrestling. <laughs> in re- there's a saying in wrestling, everything is a work, right? So when you see people on Twitter, when you see people badmouthing each other and you think, oh, that's a shoe, oh, they really believe this. Um, the saying in res- pro wrestling is everything is a work, which means you know Every, everything is planned. everything is is a scripted. Like you know there there is no true like uh, you know grudges or whatnot. So a uh, QT says he has the win in the bag just because of that one pound <laughs> difference. Uh, and uh, I think it was Jr. Who pointed that out. Uh, if he thinks that one pound's gonna make a difference, he's out of his mind. So that was a, that was a good uh, good shout out from Jr good old jr (laughs) Slobberknocker. so promo three we have a package uh for the stadium stampede jericho says blood and guts might seem like the end of the inner circle but it's only the beginning mjf picked uh stadium stampede because the uh, the inner circle lost last year arena is massive uh you know a massive like basically canvas for the art of pain that will be uh stadium stampede i just made that up they didn't say that but you know they 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 kind of alluded to something like that. Especially, I think it was JR. Jerick, uh, Chris Jericho says, they know how it works. Sammy says, expect the unexpected. Ortiz says, they don't lose two in a row. FDR and MJF says that this will be the end of the inner circle. Oh, and then, then we get the great quote from uh, the Canadian god, Sean Spears. He says, some men were born to be buried. buried. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Some men were born to be buried, man. Did he come up with that himself? Because that was really good. promo number four, backstage brawl with uh, Powerhouse Hobbs and Christian Cage, Spear. By Christian Cage um, Yeah that Didn't really amount to much Just that that They're angry at each other Promo 5 Post-match Taz calls out Brian Cage Hangman tells Taz To shut up And knows that Hook and Ricky Will <laughs> attack him Right This is post-match uh, uh, From uh, The Adam Page Versus Joey Janela Which in itself Was a match That happened At All-In Right uh, All-In uh, Basically the, uh, the start Of any AEW show, right? That was, yeah. that was, uh, unofficially the first AEW show all in technically, Always? I think it's a, yeah, technically okay. I think it's an ROH property, right? That's why they're not, they don't um, talk about all in a lot. Oh, uh,
1: all right. Yeah. But, it makes um, sense.
0: But they do talk about all in when, you know, not on TV, like all the time on AEW, unrestricted on everything all in, you know, uh, a mix. Of all in and the elite, that's why we have all elite wrestling, right? That is what that is where the name comes from.
1: Okay. Uh.
0: So. Uh. He. So. Um. Yeah. He knew. He knows that Ricky Starks and uh, Hook are uh, gonna attack him. He expects that from Taz, but not from Brian Cage. I'm talking about Hangman here. He thought that uh, Brian Cage had the ball, the balls to beat him without help. Cage says he can beat him. One-on-one and will because who better than Cage? Nobody. Who better than Cage? <laughs> so we have promo six, uh, remote with uh, wild things. They don't care how much. I don't know. This is John Moxley and uh, Eddie Kingston. I don't know if they're called the wild things, but I like to call them that. They don't care how much the shows cost. They aren't a real team. The sh- shows. Sorry. The shoes. The Dior shoes that they stole from the box. They don't care how much it costs. Uh, they aren't a real team, right? Uh, Mox, I guess, admits that about them or about uh, the wild things. But, um, you know, he... Because I think that's he, he hears that a lot, right? From fans, from the Bucks. Yeah. Those, uh, yeah. okay. th- right? Uh, those are the most important tag belts in the world. Moxley says Mox wants them. Bucks are the better team, but um, the Wild Things are hungry, like pit bulls. Uh, Kingston says they will—they qu- will quit just like they quit on the people in their match. He's talking Ooh. about the Bucks. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, promo 7, in ring with Tony Schiavone, Pac interrupts, says Orange won't matter, calls out Kenny, Don Callas says he won't come out, causing a distraction for Kenny to attack Pac, you know, but uh, Pac is ready, the Good Brothers attack Pac, so he wasn't ready for, th- well, I guess he kind of was, because the Lucha Bros come out and chase off the Good Brothers, Kenny goes for a one-winged angel, but Orange Cassidy comes out with his best friends, uh, he gives Kenny the contract and it's in shreds. Orange uh, gives an orange punch to both Kenny and Pac. Uh, orange poses with the title. Pretty cool, right? Yes. Um, then we have promo number eight. Interview backstage earlier in the day with Tony Schiavone and Jade Cargill. Matt Hardy interferes, saying he had a he has a huge weekend ahead of him. And uh, Mark Sterling says um, that hey, get get out of here, Matt. Stop trying to poach Jade because uh, Jade he's working for Jade, right? So he's gonna be her manager, I guess. Yes. And he gets paid pro bono, meaning that he only gets paid when she gets money.
1: Yeah. Money. Oh, yeah. Very a lot. I mean, still savvy of him, but less snake-like,
0: right? Like, cause yeah, Matt is—he's kind of a little bit proud of how snaky he is, right? Yeah, you know he how carny, gets earnings. how hardy big money. Matt actually is, so he takes thirty percent off the. Uh, takes thirty percent out of. Uh, private party Even when, <laughs> I think even when they lose And stuff like that Right like even when They don't make money Like I think they owe them 30% So anyways What
1: about pri- uh, Butcher butch, but, butch and Blade
0: I think I think they get 30% too uh, <laughs> maybe,
1: maybe a little I think
0: If I had to guess uh, You know this is all a sh- This is all a work right But uh, uh, kayf- Kayfabe wise I think uh, Probably less And like The reason why The other uh, Private party um are paying him so much is because they're um young and impressionable right
1: yeah okay i get what you're saying
0: yeah k Fat was uh backstage with uh jake this is promo number nine sorry backstage with uh, jake and lance uh archer doesn't want dante martin he wants miro he will be the new tnt champion. Promo 10, post match, Jake the Snake and uh, Lance Archer come out. Jake says he has, uh, you know, Lance focused. He'll take his title. Miro says he wants the old fart to shut up. He wants an unchained monster. Jake six, uh, Lance on Miro. A big boot by Lance, and he stands tall in the middle of the ring. Promo Eleven is uh, the Shida one year, the Hikaru Shida one year champion sh- celebration. Uh, this is huge, uh, you know. Uh, technically, because uh, you know Hikaru Shida has been a good champ, and uh, she's been the champ throughout this COVID world, right? This COVID era of um, professional wrestling. Uh, so this is entering with Tony Schiavone and Sheeta, obviously. The longest reigning AEW Women's Champion. That's pretty cool. Uh, in honor of this, she is presented a new belt. That's pretty cool, huh? Sheeta says, uh, when she won the title, no fans were there, but tonight they are here. And the fans were loud. Really cool. She is so excited for them to be here because this is for the fans. You know, this is for you and you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Britt Baker comes in She congratulates her She says She will be The face of a whole new era uh, Just like the past era Was all about 316 This era will be All about DMD
1: Okay Britt uh, Yeah you're Cool you're a doctor And all dentist. Congratulations But I, I don't care About any of that I just care about Your wrestling ability And your charisma And your promos That's Only th- so, As much as I care about About you You're cool for that Not because you're dentist you pull people's teeth
0: <laughs> i only care about her dentist for. <laughs> so uh yeah no i'm joking i love Britt baker
1: no i do too just for wrestling not for dentistry <laughs> i love
0: i wish she was my dentist no i'm joking i really like my dentist but if for whatever reason i couldn't no longer see my dentist Britt baker is a number one top of the list okay so promo 12 uh is a post-match in ring Uh, Ethan Page says the same thing will happen to... He was pretty funny dancing and sticking his tongue out after he won his match. Uh, I'm talking about uh, Ethan Page. Uh, But he says that the same thing will happen at Double or Nothing. They're going to win either by a heel hook or Ego's Edge. Sting's music hits. Darby comes out with multiple stings. Uh, Darby attacks uh, Ethan Page. Scorpio Sky takes uh, care of a few of the stings. But then uh, he tries to punch uh, one of the stings and it's the real sting right the icon he takes off the mask he no sells a uh, scorpio's punch and uh both uh, scorp and uh, ethan page run promo 13 is a celebration of the inner circle in ring with eric bischoff as host he introduced one of the greatest factions ever uh on tnt years ago that is uh he's talking about the nwo right new world order um Now he is welcoming a group of badasses to the ring. Uh, The Inner Circle comes out. Uh, Fans singing to Judas and Chris Jericho is very happy about it. It was really cool to see that, right? Um, Everyone's going crazy. I love it. Jericho says he's glad to have... Uh, Eric Bischoff here and he's one of the people that uh, the inner circle had to call to you know apologize to because of the way that they treated him and uh, he said thanks to him for what he did in his career uh, you know in WCW so that was really cool right that kind of felt like a shoot uh, Eric B. shows a uh, package video of uh, Inner Circle highlights, right? And it's so funny because they're faced now, but they're newly faced. They've just yeah. been faced recently. So all of their highlights have them been, like, destroying baby faces. <laughs> so, like, the, those are kind of, all the things that we're seeing are, like, very, like, dastardly deeds, <laughs> <laughs> Dirty deeds. So, um, um, hmm. Santana says that they've done some cool shit. Them and everyone on AEW has carried wrestling on their backs uh, through a pandemic. If this is the last time he he wants it in front of the fans. Ortiz says that's beautiful. Jake... Hagar says, uh, "Show him the bad times. You know he loves seeing all the good times, but he wants to see the bad times because the journey is better than the destination." And I love that. That was really cool. Uh, I think that made uh, Jake Hager stand out. Actually, you know, yeah. not one for his promos, right? Sammy says uh, he de- he didn't like quitting the inner circle and being apart from his brothers, right?
1: But yeah. yeah, I get what you're saying.
0: Jericho says he didn't play well with others. So um, being part of a faction is, is actually pretty new to him. But um, when he first saw them together, he really realized how badass they actually were as a unit. And he loves them. MJF interferes. MJF says that was beautiful. He has D Malenko tied up to a goalpost. <laughs> uh, inner Circle runs to make the save, but the pinnacle ambushes them. Uh, then we have... Um, uh, a quintuplet of pile drivers from the uh, the pinnacle to the inner circle, where FTR takes Santana and Ortiz uh, does a double, uh, you know, uh, jumping pile drivers onto tables, while uh, MJF, Wardlow, and Spears all do a, a pile driver themselves uh, to Jericho, Hagar, and Sammy on chairs, and that ends the night, you know. Uh, that feel of if you're the pinnacle you're always on top <clears throat> yeah so that was a lot of uh, promos um, they did a lot obviously it's the go home show for double or nothing so people really have a lot to say uh, do you want to give us your top spot of, of night your work of night and your match of the night
1: yeah well for me my top spot was actually when um <laughs> when Jay the uh, before Jade Cargill's match with Kylen King, which by the way, I never realized how tall Kylen King was till she stood up in front of, next to Jade. They But almost about the same height.
0: Yeah, um, that that was a really cool matchup to see because uh, uh, Kylen King has been on a, a tear right Yeah. she uh, is always on AEW Dark and Elevation and she's just um, ripping through the competition because of her size and you know she does uh, probably is one of the more skilled uh, female wrestlers that's a constant on um, Dark and Elevation
1: yeah uh, well yeah anyway so like uh, yeah before that match the segment with Jade Cargill where she gets approached by Matt Yet again and then what's her manager's name her new manager and I, I don't remember him I don't re- I don't recall him before his interactions with Jade
0: Oh, uh, that's Mark Sterling Esquire. It's because we this is this is introducing him as a character.
1: Mark Sterling Esquire, have you heard of him even through Mal for now? Um, Are we su- supposed to have? I Esquire?
0: haven't, but the when he first introduced himself, the first time on Dynamite, he said that he's wrestling's best lawyer. So if that's the case, then I did hear about him because okay. um, I think he's the guy that a lot of wrestlers go to to. Um, Talk about copyright. Oh, right, yes. Yeah, so, to to get the rights to, for example, Cody Rhodes getting the name cody Rhodes back, right?
1: Yes. Yeah, so um
0: if that's him, I'm not I'm not sure if that's the same guy.
1: Yeah, yeah. So um I'm actually yeah, my bad. This is not my spot, this is my work. Uh so Okay, work, um, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. work. Um so yeah, uh Matt going in, uh trying to you know, still trying to recruit or you know, get, you know, Jade under his spell. But wait, Mark. <laughs> Matt. Wait, who's Matt. Matt Hardy. Oh Matt Hardy, okay, yes. okay. So big money Matt. Okay, big money Matt. Yeah, money. and then but then that Mark Sterling Jackson, whatever his name is, <laughs> um, he he comes <laughs> in. He's like, oh, she already signed with me, so yet you, you know get out of here. And then and then Matt says. Well, I hope you're happy, Jade. <laughs> <hope> you're happy. <laughs> you know what, Matt kind of was more, I, in my opinion, you seem like heartbroken, like he betrayed, <laughs> like she betrayed him or something. In my opinion, I felt
0: like Matt was more there to talk about himself than to <laughs>
1: actually, like, uh, you know, to put himself
0: over than to actually even talk to Jade. <laughs> so that was pretty funny, in my
1: opinion. But yeah, so that's my work of the night. How about yours?
0: Okay, so, you know, me, Mr. Honorable Mentions, um, I have to give uh, some honorable mentions to uh, fans singing Judas. That was really cool. It was lively. Jer- and that Jericho giving a big smile on his face. That was a, a great, uh, great time, right? Another work of the night. Honorable mention is uh oh we got Miro's gonna kill you chance. You know to uh, kill you. I, I love that you know he, he's not the he's not the only person to get those chance right. When I think of people, I think of like um, Samoa Joe, uh, Kevin Owens, right? Okay, okay, yeah, uh, Kevin Owens stuff like that. Um, but yeah. I want to give my work of the night to Sean Spears. That quote is so awesome. Canadian God. I'm not sure if that's his but the chairman, right? The chairman of AEW says some men were born to be buried. I love it. So, uh spot of the night, real quick.
1: And then, yeah, my spot of the night actually was um so it was the match between Dante Martin and Miro. Uh, because you know, Miro has a uh, much bigger size on him so it was one point uh Dante was trying to do a headlock and of course miro easily like follows him viciously to the turnbuckle and you know that obviously that hurt Dante a lot but in order to like for to not be in the such a remain in such a vulnerable 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 position um for Miro uh, before he completely falls down to the ground. Uh, he does fall ground but he does like this like sort of like modified Pele kick to N- Miro and then Miro falls down so oh, that cool. could like buy him some time. So it wasn't like a legit Pele kick like what AJ or Ricochet or even Finn Balor would do. It was kind of like he like kind of kind of like as if he was doing like a uh, a uh, no. Like a sideways bicycle kick almost. Like he falls down but like he like tw- he twists his body and then like he like does like a side gives gave him a side kick. Man, yes. Man, you're giving me like
0: a bunch of like I remember, yeah, there were some pretty good spots in tonight. Like I said, I always say that about uh, about Dynamite, but yeah, good one, man, for sure. Um, what
1: about yours? What was your spot?
0: My um, quickly honorable mention is um, uh, we had a get over here, belly to belly, uh, kind of like a shouting out a scorpion from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> um, uh, the the Dark Order, Stu and Evil Uno did that to... Uh, uh, you know sky and page yes uh, so that was uh, an honorable mention an honorable honorable mention I guess is you know not that you mentioned it uh, Dante Martin uh, doing uh, his double springboard moonsault
1: yeah it was awesome um, I, I uh, loved him in that match
0: that is like a stable of his offense now that uh, that he's shown on dark and elevation so that's usually that's like always like a. You know, uh, de facto spot of the night if I don't see anything else, right? So that gets an honorable mention, and that's really cool that he can do it on dynamite, right, with in front of fans, right? Yeah. So very cool. But my uh, spot of the night has to be uh, the quintuplet uh, pile drivers from, from the pinnacle to inner circle. Very cool. I'm not sure if I ever seen uh, five people uh, uh, at the same time do. Uh, a pile driver to another five people, right? Uh, You know, at the exact same time, as well all doing it through uh, weapons, right? Two people through tables and other three onto chairs. So that (laughs) that was pretty cool. I don't think I've ever seen that, and I probably won't see anything like that for a long time, I think. So uh, I love that spot. And I'm not the biggest fan of the Pinnacle, right? But that's the point, because they are the heels of heels, especially MJF, but I will show them love. At this instance. Uh, match of the night.
1: Uh again, it was actually the Miro versus Dante match. Okay, wow. Awesome. So I'm really impressed with Dante because I chose this match as my match mainly because of Dante. Because the thing is, uh, I was shocked at how much he did not get owned. I thought he did, but I thought he was gonna get owned a lot more in this match, given it was Miro, and Miro is a big meanie right now. Um yeah, Dante just kept putting up the fight to Miro, like he was not even when Miro was, like, you know, give, like clobbering him and giving him, you know, like, critical blows, he like, Dante just did not give him room to breathe, which was, you know, essentially his biggest weapon as to why he put up a good fight against Miro. Um, even when Miro, like, did, like, his... Like, you know, um... What do you, I think what he call it? machka punches not his kicks because like when he did his kicks to Dante he fell down like for you know he wouldn't get back up for a while but when he was like doing his you know like his Bulgarian you, you know what I mean those Bulgarian punches like you know that he does that okay he moves his body kind of um Dante just uh, he would just always keep doing like the, like giving him like kicks to his ribs and everything like he would after you get punched he would tur- tw- uh, turn around and then kick miro and then you know, in the leg, or in the, in the ribs. And then he just kept he kept doing suicidas to him. He did a, of, a couple couple topical needles of them. Then he did multiple springboards to Miro. And then he even uh, to because his punches he probably knew that you know regular punch wasn't gonna affect Miro too much, or Miro's gonna you know able to overcome that easily. He kept giving him uppercuts, so like to you know like get Miro off you know more um, stunned a bit more at least. So for Throughout the match, at, which was, you know, a lot, throughout a lot of the match, actually, um, what kept uh, Miro from, um, Dante from getting pummeled by Miro, like, in just the whole match one-sided was just Dante's ability to not give him any breathing room.
0: Yeah, so yeah. So that was
1: my, like, you know, reason for why I gave this match tonight. And it just, yeah, and it goes to show that Dante's really impressed me. Yeah, I, I think um, that's uh, surprising. I think you always <laughs>
0: give me some surprising answers. I'm um, oh, sorry. Uh, no 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 it's great. I love him. I love them actually. You know, I, I don't want um uh, yeah, I, I love to hear him. So, uh I think that this is kind of like a this is just a, another instance where like you can kind of say, you know, uh you you got to show some appreciation for Miro, right? I think um in the fed how, how easy would it have been for um like these people of this um stature to like Miro just uh, bulldoze uh, over, yeah, like uh, a, yeah. a Dante Martin, right? But in this, uh, he gives him the opportunity to to shine, right? Even if he's losing, just yeah. because he's losing, it doesn't mean that um, he is anything less of uh, like a, a good wrestler, right? He's giving him some time to shine, some spotlight, and awesome spots for him to uh, get the crowd over, right? Yeah, yeah that's true. So um, you know, uh, definitely. Uh, shout outs to uh, both of those guys for giving out a good match. But I think for me, undisputably, the top match was the main event. I'm so happy for Evil Uno and Stu Grayson to be teaming again. I feel like I don't. I feel like um, every time we see them, they're always on Dark and Elevation. And lately, Stu hasn't been um, wrestling for whatever reason. So it's been uh, Uno uh, hanging out with you know wrestling with Colt. Actually, I think he's wrestled with uh, Cabana like two times in a row. I, I was wondering what was happening. There maybe just to give uh, Colcabanda some love, right? But mm-hmm. um, to finally, you know, de- like I said, these guys, these guys have been rivals of the box, you know, in Wait, back or, in the Dark Order. Yeah, you know, back in the PWG days, and it's just like to have them finally. Um, You know on a match let alone a main event for dynamite. I'm so happy for them They did a great showing. I think they have awesome chemistry Underrated as hell and I think they are going to be a tag team that you have to look out for They are gonna have a title run It's not a matter of if it's just when and you could say that about basically every so many tag teams in this um, division and you know thank you to the Bucks because I know they're the, like the heads of that and they're the ones who uh, bring these tag teams into the company and um, even though they are putting themselves over right as EVPs as champions now um, you know th- that's not going to be forever you know they're not going to be tag team champions for forever and they've built this awesome division that I think you know uh, other other places are probably just dreaming about having this. Um, tag team, not only the the talent within these teams, but just um, uh, the, the camaraderie and the, how should I say, the chemistry and uh, the prestige that this tag team division holds. Probably, I mean, kind of without a shadow of a doubt, the tag team division to be a part of in professional wrestling, AEW. Yeah, I agree, uh, but yeah, that does it for us. Uh, tune in to AE Dynamite uh, for you know the short future, right? Like these times, uh, you can find the uh, TNT on Friday nights uh, at ten PM. Uh, that's only going to be until the NBA playoffs stop, uh, probably for the rest of, of the month. To be honest, it's uh, now, right? We're yes. we're talking in June, technically. Correct. Right? Yes. Ju- uh, you know, we're talking uh, in the future. Uh, June 2021, uh, but they will go back to Wednesdays, 8 o'clock Eastern time uh, on TNT and in the future, <laughs> next year, 20, 2022, TBS. But yeah, uh, thanks to Sweetski and thanks everyone for listening. Right, peace. Lucha!